Welcome to the first podcast. What should I say? Yep. The Premax Records podcast. Yeah. Uh, with me, uh, J. Steve, along with it's your boy Truthbringer, aka TB. Yes. You already know what it is. Well, as you probably know or don't know, we also would like to say thank you to all the people who started following us, especially a lot oh, recently. Yeah. Man, it was like. Whew. Ooh, like almost like 301 week you got like all these likes coming in at a time stay up on it man people but, stay um, up on it man yeah we're gonna, what we're gonna be doing is talking music there's a lot of podcasts out there there's political podcasts there are sports podcasts but not too many music podcasts yeah no no so that's what we're gonna bring to the table here uh, of course we know uh, we're gonna talk about a lot of Current things that happen in music, also uh, a lot of things that we have going on, maybe events or music that we may be working on as well, and eventually some local guests, yeah. uh, local artists that may come up to promote themselves as well. Local so, artists, local, um, I'll, hey, citywide, statewide, uh, countrywide, as far out as we can hey, go, as far as we can go, yeah, <laughs> as far as we can go, we get uh, Drake on here, yay. <laughs> Well, first off, let y'all know a little bit about us. Uh, you know, me, J. Steve. I have done music since. Whew, man, I've been involved with music for about twenty-three years, just to say. I'm thirty-three, but I have been working I mean, out and I've, looking young, and yeah, that's what he's been doing. Well, it's been. I, 33 and he look younger than me. He's been doing music longer than I've been alive on this yeah, planet. Well, I mean, that comes a uh, longer yeah, a than I've been alive on this planet. I mean, how old are you? You like what, 12, 13? <laughs> <laughs> I am 22. Thank you very much. Going on 23. So he's been doing uh, music <laughs> since I've been alive, y'all. Since yeah. I've been living, bro. But I will say uh, the addition of Truthbringer, he has been very well with music as well and have you heard any of his music before mm. I worked on a few things behind the scenes produced on oh. some of his songs but he has music that he has now but we will get to that uh, oh, later yeah. on in later our on. podcast but uh, I was involved with music I'm from I'm born and raised Lake Charles Louisiana before I moved to Lafayette and when I got out here I was already doing music with somebody else that was from Lake Charles, but we weren't able to really click and get it going on like in the same city with us from a distance. It wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, I happened to come upon who we know right now, Truthbringer, when I was looking for a church out here. Oh, yeah. Man, yes. was getting his blessings. Yeah. I was looking for a church. I saw that choir. That choir did not look too good up there. <laughs> Um, forgive me for any of the church members who are maybe listening to this. That hey, man, look, <laughs> look, we members. love y'all. We love y'all so much. Yes, very much. Much love. Much um, love. Much love. Yeah. But then I found out the guitar player, uh, their guitar player, which is uh, Truthbringer here, did music. And ever since we started doing music together, it started in an apartment oh, in a closet. Yeah. The immortal closet. Yes, sir. I said, when I got me a house, man, we're going to make one room strictly a studio where we don't have to sit here in these clothes. Yeah, uh, it'd be (laughs) Mixing the music and all that stuff. So we came a bit of ways. So, and then since then, we just pretty much flourished. We And we started this independent label, Premax Records. Yeah. So I have True Brain. Now, tell, tell them from your end, I guess before we met, how you got involved with music oh man i blame mj for being the immortal basically man that he was Who, shout michael out to michael jackson oh michael i thought you said michael jordan was because they got the last dance going on right now so <laughs> hey look, the last was, dance was fire i ain't gonna front last I, dance I, was fire I, i'm enjoying it I'm enjoying i enjoyed it, it. but but 
the other MJ is the one who got me involved in music. Basically, I, I was singing in churches growing up, but I never really thought about making my own music. So it was basically like, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to do it, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, a guy that I knew growing up, rest his soul, he died recently. Um, this guy named William Wechter. He basically played music all across Houston, Lafayette, and everywhere in between. And so he was basically telling me, man, look, if you like the music that you like, make what you want to make and don't stop making it. And I was like, yeah, you know what, you're right. And then I didn't really know how. So, <laughs> so I didn't really have anywhere else to go. I'm over here just trying to shoot left and right, find a way to do it. And my mom gave me a phone. I went off of that. I made a remix to Smooth Criminal that will never be heard to the public eye. Well, Thank God. I didn't even know about that. You made a remix to Smooth Criminal? A remix to Smooth Criminal, indeed. And it was amazing for the time being. Um, it'll never be heard. I will find it. I will definitely find it. It will nah. never be heard. <laughs> I will find it somehow, some way. And I was rap- hey, look, from there I was rapping over everybody else's beats. The first song that I made was based off of uh, uh, the Immortal Mob Deep's Hell on Earth instrumental. Um, that's what everybody was rapping on, trying to get down. So I was like, you know mm-hmm. what, I'm going to make a song out of it. And it was the most childish thing you would ever think to come up with. But from there, I kind of just grew, stayed in my lane, learned the trombone from uh, like elementary school to middle school, handled that trombone with a passion. And for those short two years, <laughs> I think I was you the played trombone, trombone player like in the five world, years. Bro. You said for these short two years. Oh yeah, dog. <laughs> for the shortest two years of my life, man. I put them. I put the bone in trombone. You know what I mean? Because these these wow. people couldn't handle me, man. But then I dropped it because I was the best, so I couldn't do it no more. So how you got into guitar? So from there, <laughs> I was I was planning on trying to get you know get into the band at uh, my old school trying to process into middle school bands and I just could never make it because people were people were interesting people were definitely interesting I'm not gonna go as far in depth as I can like you mean people were interesting in the band people no, talking about the teachers were a little interesting uh, when it came into context uh, gotcha, you know what I mean gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. so it was like oh, I'll just let it be and I'll find my own pocket and so I basically invested my time in a different program that they were hosting. It was a new program, and it was a guitar program. So I started off being one of the first students to actually have some kind of music experience in the guitar program. So did they have the plaque on the wall, though, since you found it? You didn't found it, but no, you I didn't found it, but I was the like one of the first people to ever be a part of it. So mm-hmm. I basically handled up on that, and after... Like what? It's been ten, eleven years since I played guitar. Ten from there it was history. I picked up the guitar and never let it go. And it, because of that, it kind of helped me learn piano. It helped me learn drums. And those yeah. instruments alone are everything you need to make, you know, some triumphant sounding music. Yeah. But that's when the recording aspect came into play. I ain't had no money. I didn't have no job to pay for nothing. You know what I mean? So I'm walking around broke playing guitar, playing piano and drums over a phone in my bedroom. So I'm just like, Lord Jesus, how long is this going to go? And then I met the immortal J. Steve. (laughs) The immortal J. Steve. Yeah, I remember. uh, Yeah. It was yep, uh, when, I, when I first met you. Yeah, there wasn't too much you had going on. I remember the first thing you showed was on the phone. I was like, "Yeah, we could do better than that." Oh yeah, because you was kind of at a point where when I had first started, when I first started with me and you know, like I said, it was kind of a duo with another guy. But we started off just making music. Like I said, it was on YouTube. Took mm-hmm. YouTube instrumentals, started rapping on it. And since he was in late, y'all, I was over here. We kind of, you know, we put the phone to the speaker. He'll re- he'll uh rap his lyrics that he wrote. I rap my lyrics, you know. But I always said I, I always said this. 
I felt more right and comfortable if I make my own beats. I always felt like I was stealing. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that was just my mindset. I always felt like I was stealing. I'm like, man, you know what? And I got these beats in my head that I know I can make. You know, I just got to just make them. Mm-hmm. I just had and to I find the, the program. And I um, was the same way. I couldn't do it. I, I, after that uh, after that whole compilation of rapping over other people's beats <laughs> over the phone, it was just like, oh, I sound yeah. garbage. What am I doing remixing Michael Jackson? What am I doing remixing my beat? I need to get off. I need to go. <laughs> it's like, but, so we're just like shooting from the hip and on the clip on my phone. And then you come out of nowhere and it's like, all right, so you see this here? This is a microphone, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I had to uh, kind of straight look, man. You don't have to just do it on the phone anymore, man. The guy ways. But <laughs> I, I will say, um, and, and to those of you out there, especially that's independent, uh, independent artists, uh, that I'm not saying, you know, not doing I mean taking YouTube instrumentals is is necessarily bad thing or anything like oh, that no, no, no. I mean you're an independent artist so it's, it's whatever so but I, I will say this and I will encourage this find someone if you don't know how to make beats yourself find someone who can make beats and, and make your stuff 100% natural no less. You know, because no it, 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 that way you're not stealing from the one where, because the lyrics is yours, the beat is yours. Like, even if you didn't make it, somebody else made mm-hmm. it, but it's somebody you know. It's, it's within your group, you know? Right. So. Um, and then it's kind of like training in a sense. It's like you rapping on other people's beats, you feel comfortable with rapping. Now you have to get into that mindset to where, oh, I can't sound like everybody else. Yeah. I can't be everybody else, so I need to start making my own deal. Show my personality yeah. within the and, music. And, and not every not everybody's got the, you know, talent to make their own beats, but they they got the talent to mm-hmm. sing, they got the talent to rap. And if you're out there you got the talent to rap and the talent to sing, but you can't make your own beats, I'm telling you, like it's like I know it's the easiest thing. Like, man, I'm gonna just yep. get this YouTube beat, rap on that, and put some stuff together. Which is nothing wrong. There are a lot of nothing people who've done it before that you know put songs down on cover songs, you know, or mm-hmm. they took a, a beat and they rapped on it, or whatever. But when it's ain't nothing like when you do everything like from scratch. That was natural, you oh, know. Yeah. Some either somebody you know that made that beat and you put your lyrics on it. And man, that's that's what you call a team, man. Yeah, hey, look. Well, <laughs> I actually have a quote from somebody famous in music. Um, judging J. Cole over producing, mixing, mastering his own everything. Yeah. And somebody was saying, oh, yeah, uh, basically doing all of it by hand is like masturbating in the studio. And I'm like, how, how do you say that? And it's like, you're basically making yourself feel absolutely marvelous hmm. but it's well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean that's a, that's one way to put it if you want to go that way with and it. I was like yo yo alright <laughs> not everybody feel feels good. marvelous after that though. yeah you're right some people feel guilty I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know but anyway <laughs> that's a whole other subject though but the, the whole purpose of what I'm saying is uh, and here at Premax Records that, that's what we try running everything professional because there was some guys that came in here came through here to the studio and was like hey uh man put this beat up let me record on it i was like yeah, nah bruh look yeah. we tell what you like tell me what you like i could get a beat close to like something that you like oh yeah show me on youtube the beat you like and make something close to it i can yeah. make something in that realm to what you like or a truth bringer here can make something for you you know um all the time and you know and we do more than just also instrumentals and stuff. We had gigs, got a band together. Oh, with, yeah. Well, who was the other guys with you? Uh, ITB, Isaiah. Shout out to Isaiah DeQueer. Shout out to By- Byron Vollmer. Shout out to both of them guys. Uh, ITB was one of the clutchest and best bands in the entirety of Louisiana. Hands down, there was nobody that was messing with us. I, uh, I will say it was uh, managing that band. <laughs> Was the most interesting time. For me. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was some fun times, though. I will say it was some fun times. Yeah, uh, there was some ups and downs. Of course, there was some some times where we exactly. didn't have a big crowd. We had small crowds. Sometimes we had you know a nice size crowd. So, yep. but we've uh, 
it was interesting. And then we had additions that came along the way and some subtractions yep. to the group. But uh, it was it was still uh interesting ride. I won't I won't forget that that time as well. Yeah. Um so let's get to what uh what's popping in the industry right yeah, now. Yeah, well, man, I what's this I hear about Google Play? <laughs> what is it that oh, Google man. Play is doing with All YouTube? Right. So to summarize it up, Google Play from the aspects of business that it's taken is planning on substituting Google Play Music for YouTube Music. And by that, it's basically taking everything that YouTube Music is, leaving it the same, but potentially putting it in its favor. So in a sense, uh, YouTube is kind of losing money, kind of losing money. But also gaining money at the same time. And Google is also losing money, but they're finding ways to make their own money. And by that, I mean it can potentially bring us back to like the CD days where you're actually paying for music. Because on Google Play, music, nothing's free. So yeah, <laughs> unless you download it illegally and you already have it saved as music in your phone, nothing's free. So... What they're doing over here at Google is that they're going to drop their whole music program altogether and use YouTube as like the catalyst to that. They're going to probably start making these changes in the far future, preying on the far future. It might be the near future. Ugh. But <laughs> if it gets to that point, we're probably all going to be paying for the next few albums. That way... The artists, sure, they get more money and, you know, more people aren't illegally posting music and downloading yeah, music. Yeah. But, you know, people are going to find some way to bootleg stuff. And but, okay, let me ask this. How do you think this is going to affect, you know, independent artists, though? Um, Independent artists? Ugh. I mean, I know I know some people was, like, putting on... I mean, don't get me wrong. YouTube's always, like, one of the easiest formats to post something on. But, like, Google yeah. Play, I mean... When they like you, there was a way like you could charge where people could you could charge where where people yeah they get paid when people press play you know ninety nine cents or something mm -hmm. like that you pay uh, for the songs you could pay for the music so would that affect them in a way kind of or it might and I say that it's a supply and demand type of deal like if you have more people craving for your music you'll have more of an income but there's a faster chance of it coming to a complete halt considering that most people bootleg music and when those people bootleg music they basically take the music from any means necessary or the people who do buy the music will give out the music to free to people for free to benefit off of your music and from there it's just like claiming music here there and everywhere and it's just get kind of gets out of hand you know so it's like it, it wouldn't affect independent artists too drastically because their music isn't really that popular <laughs> or yeah. or it is popular but not really extreme enough to where it's not being posted up somewhere you know well yeah and that's why i'm saying like will it be i mean i guess for the ones who was putting theirs on google play i mean it, it'll probably get i mean how much it will affect them too much but uh, yeah, I doubt it's gonna be like too yeah. drastic. I mean, like, eh. long, long as nothing's messing with high stream movies, I'm good. You know, yeah, I yeah. want to still be able to bootleg and stream. <laughs> but there's yeah. some movies that, uh, well, I'm gonna put it like this: when you stream certain movies and try to bootleg certain, movies, I, I, I don't know. You know, when you look like you're at the movies watching it, or whatever, mm -hmm. you tell people record it in the movies. I mean, I don't know. I still say. Streaming it is so much, much easier. easier, better. Oh my goodness! But, I don't know, man. Better. Like, I agree. Hey, I agree. Like in a sense, streaming has become the most popular thing for a reason because it's easy access. You feel like you want to play something, play something. You feel and, like you want to listen to something. And I'll wait. I'll wait a couple of months if I have to. Like, because you know the ones that recorded at the bootleg, they put theirs on the streaming sites first, mm -hmm. and I'd be like, look, man, even though. Lion King came out this day on Tuesday. <laughs> I I know somebody's gonna have one on there on Thursday. I, I'm not gonna watch the one Thursday. I'm gonna wait till some more real better ones come out two months later. Then I watch it. I watched Lion King probably like two months after it came out. Two Same. months. I mean, two. okay. Well, hey, look, look. I mean, you, I wasn't too interested in going to see it at yo, the movies hey, look, anyway. 
Hey, but, I understand. Because, see, here's the thing. I was in the same boat with Avengers Endgame. So everybody was all fussing at me like, you ain't seen Avengers Endgame yet? And I was like, yeah, I've seen it. I've been seeing it. But wait, it just came out like yesterday. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> wait, did you have money for it? Absolutely not. Wait, 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 wait. That wasn't a... Um, hold on. Before the police take me away. Uh, it was a free streaming site where I was able to stream in-game. It, it was free. And it was there. The police need to come get you for uh, remixing Smooth Criminal. That's what they hey, need to come hey, you're get you right. for. You should be getting arrested <laughs> for remixing Smooth Criminal. Hey, they, and matter of fact, didn't they have... Uh, they had a... No, no. Actually, there was a rock group. Mm. That already did. Oh that. yeah, Alien and Farm. Alien and Farm. Yeah, 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 I remember that. I remember the video yeah, where the dude was. Uh, <laughs> hey, okay, do a little jump yeah. out into the Wait, on the sidewalk okay. and it'll light up. Oh yeah, back yeah. when they that back when they changed okay to woke. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I was like, and are you woke? Like woke? <laughs> are you woke? <laughs> yeah, them balls was wild and man, them balls yeah. and Alien and Farm, man. Shout yeah. out to them, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. I, I think um, you know, actually, to be honest with you, I think it's easier now for independent artists than it was people trying to go independent. Yeah, maybe say like Way five, more. ten years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a whole lot easier with all the platforms and everything. You know, it's just about getting your stuff out there and getting. You know the fan base or getting people to listen. Yep. You know, and I, I I think the confidence is there. There's so many people that's confident putting it out. It's mm. just about being heard. Being heard. and that was the problem. And that was what happened with some people that came through here. You know, when we got gigs for them, it was just like, man, we just want people that you know, just want to get heard. You know, because there's some people that's not here. Some people want to go from just singing in their living room or in their in their room to actually singing in front of people. You know. Yeah. Or some people want from their music just being recorded in their room to being heard elsewhere. And a lot of this streaming stuff works well for it. And I don't know, like I said, Google Play is probably going to get hurt by what they doing. Yep. Uh, I just they don't see. Look. They'll be hurt, but they're going to try and get their money back by any means. I, I feel like that's what's gonna, exactly what's going to happen. They're going to take every album released by every big artist that takes the time or even the independent artists and they're going to add an extra charge on top of that in order to listen to their music because everybody's putting out high quality content. You know, that kind of deal. That's why I feel like they're going to go with that. But hopefully they don't have to go with that route and they leave everything free because YouTube's making some bomb money right now. I I know what is banging on YouTube though is that Jordan Lucas though. Oh yeah. It was number one on trending. Shout out to Jordan Lucas. This is fire. The remix to Will. Oh yeah man. And uh, Will Will Smith Will um, Smith man. Shout out to Will too man. He really did his thing on that. And and the thing about it the his style of how he rapped it Mm -hmm. you could tell he um, adjusted to how more the styles of nowadays, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, he got a. Some people gave him slack, you know, about his rapping of you know the Big Willie style and all that mm. stuff. Which to me, it it was fire. To me, it, it was still yeah. It was still nice, even though he didn't. And he even said it. Oh yeah. You know, in in this remix, you know, he still was was without, without cursing. He was able to no still cursing. Be fly, he you know. Have, he stayed fly, and people were even when the people in the hood were judging him. He didn't let people get to him with that resource because he put the respect first over everything yeah. else you know I mean that so whole album with um, Miami mm-hmm. getting jiggy with it fire uh, that, that you know Big style. everywhere bro. <laughs> right that's what I'm saying that, that, that was a real um, one of his best I even like just the two of us I mean I don't even think that was on that album but mm-hmm. that was good too but everything but, he put out in my opinion was kind of solid I, I mean when he when the, but he, you know he did more when he went to movies, though, man, it was just that was just more his. He just really plateaued up there. Yeah, you know, he, he found his niche when it came to acting. Yeah, and like he got in his bag for Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Rest in peace, to James Avery. Um, yeah, he basically got in his little bag when he got into the acting deal, and I feel like if it wasn't for James Avery, he wouldn't have that plateau that he got on. 
And but as soon as James get, gave him those tips, because you know he was getting those tips from James. As soon yeah. as James giving them those tips and pushing them to higher heights within the show, made his show a cult classic. From there, everybody wanted Will. Everybody yeah, wanted yeah. Will. And Will was basically Will throughout the majority of his movies. And the movies that he took a drastic turn, instant classics. Um, like Ali, for example. For example. Like he, he could play Ali if he felt like it. But he wasn't Ali. He was Will. As soon as he got in his Ali bag, everybody was like, what? Yeah. It's a good movie. And, and the thing about it, and he was one of the ones to go from, because well, he was rapping first before mm-hmm. he did um, Fresh Prince, right? Oh, yeah. So it was like, he's one of the few that, that went from the rapping, rapping aspect to the to acting. The acting. Now, yeah, so smoothly, I, too. They got some that do the acting to go to rapping, but I mean. Hey, look. There are a not too many, not too many, but there are a lot of rappers turned actors. And in your opinion, there's a which which one is? I the, mean, well, well, Drake Drake was in Degrassi. Drake, yeah, he, but he, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how much was it. A, I, I wasn't, I didn't really watch as much. Was he? Was it a major role? Or? Yeah, it was a major ish role at the time. Uh, he was Jimmy in the wheelchair, right? <laughs> so he he got in the wheelchair for a reason, and that's why he got popular. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, so I mean, yeah, people liked him. People digged Drake. He was the actor turned rapper. But I feel like the rappers turned actors have that real in-depth view of like people because they have that experience. Like Drake, he had his own experience, but he didn't have that much experience in the hood. He went from acting to rapping. Like he dove himself into the rapping aspect yeah, before yeah. he got into the acting. So I feel like. Rappers turn actors have more of an advantage when it comes to acting than the actors turn rappers. That's why Drake kind of seems as impressive as he does because he found his niche in rapping while he kind of sort of found his niche in acting. Yeah. And, and so, and that's what I'm saying. So, Will goes from, okay, rapping with Jazzy, mm-hmm. uh, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. And, you know, and then, but then he. Summertime. But he he still did because Big Willie style all that came after you know because he did the you know the Men in Black song for the movie he was in yeah Wild Wild West unfortunately I mean look I think <laughs> hey, he hey, look, I, look, I think look, he look, doesn't look, even like look, that movie. look even though the Wild Wild West I, I feel like Will kind of likes all of his movies it's kind of like the uh, Eminem I don't effect. know man I don't know it's if like, like the Eminem I don't effect, think man. old look, actor look, likes all look, of their movies look, that is a lie if you're are, an actor look, out there you like no, no, all no, your no, movies no, no. It, it's about you are like lying. Look, look look I feel like it's a um because they wouldn't do it if they didn't like it so you, you know, telling me George Clooney liked Batman and Robin I mean he had to like it at oh. some point he had to <laughs> like it at some point you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, it's called hey, money, hey, you know. Hey, look, just, look. just, hey, you know what? You're giving Screw the role, this. you're giving the aspect. Because I mean, look, Aladdin. Did you see Aladdin? I did not see it yet. Well, basically, <laughs> I mean, I know the story of Aladdin. Well, you talk well, about the reboot, right? Yeah, the I'm reboot? talking about no, the reboot. I... So, Will, he was basically, and I, this is how I knew Will was wasn't the type to prioritize money over the roles, because you really think Will Smith needs any money, like. Pre Aladdin, this man had Independence Day, Men in Black. He had, God, what else did he have? He had a whole bunch. What you talking about before Men in Black? Yeah, before uh, no, before Aladdin. Before Aladdin, he had all of his classics. I mean, like he didn't need nothing. And even back then, like he still had most of his classics. He he had God. Well, what I'm saying is, I don't think okay. And then even that song, look, that song, the Wild Wild West song. Come, Come on, man. Look, come on, man. We're, we're talking about Wild Wild West here. Now, him being in Aladdin, in Aladdin, I don't think it's like he has probably regrets for that. But Wild Wild West, I don't know, man. I think he even came on record and said I don't think he likes that movie. Hey, it might not be his favorite, but it, it, it'd be hard to well, say. Well, okay, wait, wait. Let me put it like It's this. like an album. It's one of the movies he probably did not care that he probably was like, okay, that, that wasn't so good. Maybe it was a bad decision. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure George Clooney, same way for Batman and Robin. If you tell me hey, any of those actors grow, in Batman look, and Robin, look, feel you can like, grow. Hey, look, you can grow out of the music that you make, 
but still kind of have a, a liking to it. Like, I, I will never show anybody that Smooth Criminal remix. You keep bringing it up. I, I'm telling you, you keep bringing it up. I'm going to find it and I might release it. You'll never find it. Trust me. I can't even find it. But <laughs> but it's not like I didn't kind of like what it was. That's why I kind of, you know, it's, it was decent for what I did. It's still me, you know. And I feel like what Will's music and movies he puts out that he likes and doesn't like, he kind of finds some kind of liking to it. And not not saying that he doesn't hate it. Like, you can still have a liking to something that you hate. Yeah. I mean, just look at, uh... Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, okay. That's someone was asking this. Okay, that's someone's like getting in a relationship. You didn't know how it was gonna be. I mean, you had an idea, but then after you got, then you realized this is very bad. And then when you got out of that relationship, and you and then you got into some other better relationship, you realized, man, that was a shitty ass relationship. You I think? Mean, you, do you say to yourself, like, man, you know what? Um, I mean, you had to have some kind of good time during that relationship, though. No, but there's a reason why you're not in that relationship anymore. True. Exactly. That's exactly yeah, what but I'm but what I'm saying is, you know, there's no way you look back on it and be like, man, you know what though? Man, I still wish I was in that relationship. <laughs> no, you don't do no, that. No, no, no. He doesn't. Not only you wrong. He. he I'm not saying he wishes to go back to that. I'm just saying, like, there was some moments during fo- uh, filming. Oh, yeah, he probably had some fun filming. with the guys, you know, fun, filming yeah. on the set. And I'm, but I'm sure, like, as I'm for, about <laughs> you know, his name is included with that bad movie. Yeah. Just like that bad relationship. You have been have included with then with that crazy person. I've never seen Wild Wild West, so I can't really judge. Exactly. So you know, you, you know why I you know probably didn't see it. You know why you probably didn't see it because it was probably not a movie how your list to see. Hey, look, I was like two, so I mean, so <laughs> I mean, um, I think I was two. I don't right, know. When let me put it to you out? like this. Let me put it to you like this. You're not missing much. Okay, you're not missing much, and <laughs> but I, I I never decline anybody to go see something for themselves, but. You are one of the few lucky ones to not have seen it. Oh, oh yeah, I was one. I was one. <laughs> right. And it was short-lived because I was one. <laughs> Yo. All right, bet. All right. So I'm going to... Uh, but back to the song. Yeah, back to the song. The song was good. I, I, the, the song, the song, was, the song was nice. Uh, you know, I think this guy, uh, he, he's really... He, I like his style. I like his style, man. His style's it's it's really. I mean, where where, where he's from? Wait, who? Uh, the, uh, Jonah Lucas. Yeah, Jonah Lucas. Oh, Jonah Lucas. Oh God, Jonah Lucas. He's a rapper based out of. If I'm but you know, correct, and the thing about somewhere it, somewhere along the lines. Of, like, I th- I think those kind of, you know, and you can also tell by his style. You know, he kind he kind of got that. You know. The baby, you know, all you know that kind of style. You know, actually, if like you were, uh, hey, look, there are some songs that he has because he's kind of adjusting to the newer styles because he's a younger artist. He's kind of has to adjust to the younger styles. But if you listen to some of his like earlier work or even some of his uh, work that came out on the project, there's a lot of songs that he made that are just him going off, like a compilation of him going off. He was born in Massachusetts, by the way. Um, shout out to Massachusetts. Um, he basically has a song with Eminem. He has a song uh, he did with Busta Rhymes. Like that's this man was an absolute maniac on that song he did with Tech Nine and Logic. Um, and he's just a down to earth kind of guy, from what it seems like. So yeah, I, he's a good. He's a good dude. I mean, to say fire rapper. <laughs> yeah, uh, and th- 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 like I said, th- not to take away from the original uh, song Will, but the remakes, you know, I mean, because Will Smith was pretty much majority yeah. of the uh, song. He, 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 Will Smith really killed it, man. And, I, and um, murked it. And the the original one was nice because uh, cause it isn't in the original video, 
he does all of Will Smith, uh, a lot yeah, of Will Smith's all movies. Will's movies. He does yep. Men in Black, you know, mm-hmm. and and he's pretty much giving homage to paying homage to yeah. his hero and giving him a rose before he, you know, before he kicks the bucket. Yeah. And Will Smith like, did the same thing, like right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Smith basically said, "Look, I wasn't me without these people that I gave roses to before they yeah. passed away." Yeah, because he was uh, Muhammad Ali. He mentioned in there Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Uh, of course, he mentioned his good friend Martin Lawrence in there too. Oh yeah, you know, you know he's saying he's the goat and his grandma <laughs> and his grandma and uh, yo big ups to grandma and James Avery. Um, I keep bringing up James Avery like he, he ain't everybody. Well, I mean he's though. the guy and those who don't know um, for the younger people, James Avery played as the Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil. in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which mm-hmm. um, you know the show that Will Smith got popping on. My opinion, I think that uh, Uncle Phil is everybody's dad. So uh, Uncle Phil, <laughs> I saw I saw they had a like a little reunion, like a quarantine. You know, this whole thing they like mm-hmm. got all together on camera on the screen uh, was him and yeah, I played as Carlton, Alfonso Ribeiro. That you know, so all of them came together, and they kind of was talking about like the past on the shows, and then Uncle Phil part came. They got like real emotional, uh, and, and you know they always, whenever they do this reunion, yeah. they never bring the original uh, Aunt Vivian, the original Aunt Viv. Yeah, they yeah. never brought her. They never brought her. Yo, <laughs> no, they never. They used the one, the, the light skin one, the one that came later. They used the light skin. I yeah, figured um, they would. Everybody knows the light skin ain't viv ain't really. Yeah, and so I was like, <laughs> I don't know. No, man. no, no disrespect, but I mean, I mean, let me drink more water. Cause, cause Daphne, or Daphne Maxwell, became that was the second one, you know. But the Daphne Janet, Maxwell. the Janet Huber's the one that man, they just, they just don't show her no love, man. That, mm-hmm. I don't, but, but uh, supposedly something happened between yeah, them two, supposedly. or between her and, and Will, and they had some. Um, bad I think, she, yeah, I think she was trying to make it the Aunt Vivian show instead of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air from what yeah. I heard then when Daphne Maxwell Reed came she pretty much did the rest of the seasons and she's the one that every time they have a reunion she's the one that's there not the one the original one you know mm-hmm. so and it's fair enough to say she was not on the reunion when they had yeah. <laughs> just now when they had all those so she was not there I don't think it is much, but yeah, um, like we were saying, shout out to Will, shout out to Jordan Lucas, that was an amazing song, and speaking of songs, we can go down the long immortal list of the top 10 Billboard Hot 100, see what is at the top of the music charts today, and I promise you, kind of throws people for a loop a little bit. <laughs> start, okay, what you doing, top 10? Top 10, you want right, to start at number 10? 10? Yeah. All right. So we'll start here at number ten. The number ten song in the world is "Intentions," Justin Bieber featuring Quavo of the Migos. Okay. That is an interesting joint. Um, number nine is "Rockstar," which is a the baby song featuring Roddy Rich. Um, number eight for God knows how long this song has been here. <laughs> this song probably came out a year ago. Uh, "Circles" by Post Malone. That song's um, been out here for yeah, ages. Yeah. Jesus. The fact that it's still in the top ten. It's, I know, it's crazy. I, I, just, I mean, you know, some songs, uh, even though, I mean, they may drop, I mean, but after so long, but man, you're still in the top ten of anything. I'm because, saying. you know, I mean, because what, are you looking at a specific genre or are you looking like... This is all... all genre, that's what I'm everybody. saying. Like, to stay, the most streamed songs of the entire world this week uh, basically... This major cast year, and what's been playing, and this song's been playing for a good long time. I know the box is probably in the top five, isn't it? Possibly. Uh, we've got number seven. <laughs> <laughs> we've got number seven. Drake featuring Playboy Cardi, Pain, nineteen ninety three. It's the one where Drake. Well, had... I mean that Drake song. Uh, what is Tootsie? Um, Say it again. Oh, Tootsie Slide? Yeah, Tootsie Slide. Yeah, everybody started their trends at TikTok. Gonna, that's going to rise in there, I'm sure. Oh, well, that's gonna possibly. Get in there. It might be in there. Because it, it's not in the top 10 right now? It, we're at number six right now. Number six is Don't Start Now by Dua Lupa. 
this is a girl. She basically makes female empowerment songs and mm. you know stuff like that. She she don't really care about men. She she kind of put men on the back burner. It's just good. <laughs> I <have> been. <laughs> but she also makes love songs, so it kind of evens out in her eyes. So it's like yeah, the, are the love songs about her and herself? Her and her. I guess, man. I don't uh, know. So I guess not <laughs> all men are I'm, dogs. From the songs I've heard, these are experiences that she's gone through. And she's a decent artist. It's just, it's a lot of female empowerment and men downplayment in most of her joints. But that's mm, just. Must have had some bad relationships. Must yeah. have had some Batman and Robin type relationships. Possibly, man. I haven't <laughs> heard that song, but shout out to Dua Lupa. Number five is The Box by Riley <laughs> Rich. I mean, you know what? That song. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's it's all about the beginning, man. Yeah. You can open your door, man. That song gonna stay. <laughs> e Earth. Just don't yes, put sir. no WD forty on that door, man. E forty on that door? No I got you. Hey, Number four is the two C slide by Drake, which we all figured that was gonna be it. That's gonna eventually be number one. It, I it, think it, it already might have been. I think uh, it already might have oh, been. Oh, it already was? One. Because what? The song is only what about a month old? Yeah, it's good. Few months actually. Oh, it was a couple months well, ago. Well, no, no, it's it's came out like two weeks ago. So. Oh yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was saying. No, the album I'm came like, out two weeks ago, so I, I think it was out a little longer. Yeah, than that, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Number three is "Blinding Lights" by The Weeknd. Okay. The Weeknd, man, you know and, the Weeknd. The Weeknd's got that. Um, he's like that. I would say he's more like that pop, hip hopish, you know. Uh, he's not just straight pop and he's not straight hip hop, you know. Yeah. He's like hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop pop. Yeah. Hip hop. Hip hop. Is that is that even a word? Hip hop? Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Pop hop. You know, pop, so pop. I don't know. Yeah, it's more like he got hip-hop. that pop hop. Pip pop. Pip hop. <laughs> that pip pop, you know? That's why I put the weekend in, man. It's like that pip pop. Yeah. Alright. Number um Pip hop. Um, <laughs> number two is Megan The Stallion featuring Beyonce Savage, but which kind of surprises me a little bit because you would think that they'd be at number one with all these savages. Savage is running around on TikTok. I'm gonna say I, I will say, man, Megan The Stallion. Uh, she's holding up, man. She's holding she up. Is. She really um, is. You know. No, then the B I T C H. She had that, and she the Savage. Had. Now I will say, because uh, the B I T C H that was with uh, with that uh, Boosie Collins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but call me that bitch because you gonna call Collins. me that anyway. She say. Yep. I mean, hey. You do but, what you gotta uh, do. But the thing is, uh, Beyonce, hey, she did her thing on that she verse. She you know, had that, that Houston swag on it a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. And I feel um, like she got the good connects through Jay Z, who kind of saved her from her position. She was kind of saved having, her from her position. Yeah, what do you okay. mean by that? All right, so in short, Jay Z saw her struggling with her record label, and seeing as though she's from Houston, I'm guessing Beyonce might have had some sympathy for her, brought the attention to Jay Z. Jay-Z pulled out of that, signed it to his label, Rockefeller Records, and then this happened. Man, <laughs> Made uh, the biggest record of her career. Uh, Beyonce won, too. She could have went independent. Shoot. It's still been all right. <laughs> hey, look. You know, when I, when I, live, I, think, I, I don't know if I necessarily can say, well, I think it's a far stretch to say Jay-Z saved her. I mean, well, Megan Meg the Stallion. I mean, wait, wait, on, wait. Are you saying Jay Z saved Beyonce? Meg, Meg the Stallion. Okay, all no, right. No, no, no. Beyonce is a whole different animal. I'm not even on her. I'm saying like she saved uh, Meg. He saved Meg the Stallion from the difficulties of the industry, and basically put him, you know, put her back in that spotlight. Then proceeded to give her a song with Beyonce, make the hottest record of 2020 so far. And now the Tootsie Slide, I see something about that Tootsie Slide might slide up up on in there, man. Hey, it, it might, might been be a, like hey, that's gonna be because it might have the had year. Left. You may say it's the highs of the year, I guess, to this point. Hey, you, hey, you'll never believe. Year, you'll never believe who's the number one. Okay, wait. Before you get the number one, let me let me finish what I'm saying about making the stallion. <laughs> I think making the stallion. Okay, let me ask you this. All right, because. 
I think. All right, you know how? Okay, of course there was the, you know, the Mary J. There was the Foxy. There was the Little Kims. Mm-hmm. You know, then, you know, later on, you got your Nikki. Yeah. Um, so. The Remy Ma's. <laughs> yeah, you know, of course, yeah, don't forget about Remy Ma. So. <laughs> Can't this, forget about Rick and Ma thinking about Nikki's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get involved with that. Um, yeah. But now, okay. Do you think Megan the Stallion is is, is in that tier? Is, is she is she gonna is she be next? Is she next? No, I'm not saying. Well, no, I'm not saying she surpassed them. Well, I'm just saying is she the next one for? You know, is she about to dominate from 2020 to 2030? Well, here's what the next I'm 10 thinking. years. Is she gonna be the next? female rapper like that we're talking about well believe it or not there is still a number one and that's where i'm gonna draw the attention to these two uh meg the stallion and the number one who got the number one okay (laughs) (laughs) so if there was like uh if there was because i could see meg the stallion being that uh figure in 10 years still running the game but then there's our number one spot who basically transcended everybody's expectations made a song about cows and mooing and then ended up making a whole you know showing people that she can rap and stand her ground and make her own and then she's making the pop moves so she's kind of adjusting making that Nikki you know doing what Nikki did yeah. Back in the day, she made more pop songs to relate to other people, and more people invested themselves yeah, in. She yeah. ended up topping the charts, and so that's where I kind of feel like the tip kind of leads. Who, on all Pittsburgh. right, who's number one? The number one song is "Say So" by Doja Cat. Doja Cat, featuring <sighs> Nicki Minaj. I mean, look. So I do yeah. not even put them in the same category. <laughs> Like no, no, and this is what I mean. No, Doja Cat. I mean, I'm not saying Doja Cat's not good, but Doja Cat's more pop than I would say she's more pop than Megan The Stallion. Megan The Stallion see, is more hip hop. I agree with you, but there's a reason for that. There's a whole reason for that. Why is there a reason for that? Basically, the same. Like I said, the same reason why people kind of got. On to Nikki. A lot of people were on to Nikki. A lot of people were on to her for, you know, her mixtape deals and everything that she was doing. Right. And so she kind of got in that little pocket of pop before she started rapping, rapping, like heavy duty rapping. Who? Nikki? Nikki, yeah. She was rapping, but she wasn't like viewed in the eyes of the public as like a dominant female rapper that would overtake you know, the likes of Little Kim and whatnot. But then she got that public eye doing the uh, pop-related songs and hit the charts on the pop charts. And then she started rapping like crazy. So that's why I feel like it kind of differs a little bit between Meg Thee Stallion and Doja Cat because Doja Cat can rap her tail off. I've heard a couple of her songs where she was just straight rapping and she puts a lot of these other female rappers to shame. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, because... But, but again... Because, okay, first off... But Nikki, true to form, uh, it's different. It's different, though. Nikki's see, first few songs, her coming out songs... Okay, first of all, her first album was what? The Pink, the, the Pink album, right? I think so. I mean, so. Pink Friday? Pink Friday or the Pink Print, one of them, too. I mean, I mean she had some mixtapes, but Pink yeah. Friday was like her first... I mean... Her first album. Her first album, yeah. And, uh, all right, look. I'm going to name to you the singles that was from Pink Friday, right? mm-hmm. Your Love. Okay. Pop. What would you say? Hip-hop? That's, pop? That's, that's, that's pop. Okay. Had a lot of girls back in the day Check, singing that. <laughs> Check it out. All right. Never heard that right one. Right Through Me. That was pop. <laughs> that was very Okay. Pop. Moment for Life. Couldn't wait either that way. That one, I'm going to give that to rap. Okay, Super Bass. That's pop. Did it on them. That's, I'll give that to the rap. Girls Fall Like Dominoes. That was a single? It was a single. And Fly. Fly was pop. So, and look at the contrast. She got these two 
to these five. <laughs> okay, so wait, hold on. Are you, know you know trying to say Doja Cat just because she so started like, pop, she gonna eventually get to the hip hop? Oh, you're absolutely. Because oh, see, that's what she said she was gonna do. Okay, yeah, but. And Megan the Stallion is already starting she's, in hip hop. She's like. true. She's more true to her roots. That's why I like Meg the Stallion better. In yeah. my opinion, yeah, Meg the Stallion. In my opinion, is gonna be like the Kendrick Lamar. You heard it here first. She's gonna be like the Kendrick Lamar, true to roots. Whoa. Type of okay. 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 Hold on. All right. All right. So like, you saying that first for here. women though? For women though, right. not like all around type of deal. Because like right. between Doja Cat and let's just keep this between Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So who is going to? Okay. Who's going to thrive more into the in the hip hop? Who's gonna thrive more? I feel like they'll probably thrive about the same. Time. Who go thrive? Who go thrive further though? Who's gonna thrive further? I mean, seeing as though she's got already, you know, they're they're at like, I'm telling you, dog. Well, let me see. No, let me no. see where we're at. Okay, all right. she, no. As well, okay. Megan, this, what, what was what was the other song? Um, uh, Doja Cat got say so. Say so with say Nicki so. Minaj. Isn't that more pop? When you say that's pop? Yeah. Oh yeah. The first one was pop. Yeah, Moo yeah. was pop, and this is pop. But you see, the su- first singles that she released, same with Nicki Minaj, first singles that she released were kind of pop-based, you know, like Fly, Your Love, and all those uh, other joints, super bass. I've got a white girl who can sing and rap every lyric to super bass, and she's not a rapper. She's never heard of any rap. She's barely raps, but she knows every lyric to super bass by heart. <laughs> It's the funniest thing to see her rap super bass by heart, man. And she's she's very stereotypical. It's it's kind of funny. I mean, look. But again, just wait until it, it kind of depends on how the outlook looks from because Doja Cat jumped from like number seven or eight to like number one in a matter of a few. Well, a few I'm gonna say this you know for Doja mean? Cat. So it, she, I might say if she like it in I'm the front. Wait till Megan she see it from the back, 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 back. Because I'm telling you this, <laughs> I'm telling you this. Uh, Megan the Stallion is going is going to stay up there. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, hey, I mean, look, in my look, opinion, I'm I'm picking Megan the Stallion. I'm picking Megan the Stallion. I like those. I like Doja Cat, but I just think Doja Cat's going to go more Ariana Grande. Not Selena Gomez, but more Ariana Grande. Way, I think she uh, gonna go more that way. Would you? I mean, it's a would positive. you say Ariana Grande and uh, Nicki Minaj are the same? Are the same in about like uh, viewing power? I'd put Ariana yeah, yeah. Grande in a whole different. Well, league. yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, but I mean, like, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, it's it's I different. Like I understand different. what you mean. I understand what you mean. It's it's kind of two different breeds, and that's why I kind of say that I pick Meg The Stallion in a hip hop sense. But if we're talking about music sense. You might see a little more Doja Cat. So it's like... I mean, you might. Emphasis on might. Because a name like Doja Cat in comparison to Meg the Stallion. You're both talking about some animals here. So it's kind of like... You know what I see Doja Cat? I see Doja Cat more when it comes like to some hip-hop songs. She might be featured. Maybe. Um... <laughs> I don't know what that was. Don't know what that like was neither. Hey, look, um, it's good. Though. So, but yeah, man, I think uh, she does have potential. She, she, all yeah, of them, I think she got. Okay, right. so that's my thing. I think, and hopefully, look, we could both end up wrong. Who knows? They end up being yeah, those be cats, whole like, nother, hey, because you know, you know mean, man, I both had, end up falling look, off. And I thought um, the one, the artist that did, can I get a refill? Man, I, I just knew she. Was. Down. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that she didn't do other things, but I thought she was gonna stay mainstream for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I was wrong. <laughs> now, I mean, I was wrong. She now, just now, didn't stay mainstream. Here's another thing that Meg The Stallion has over a lot of people. She likes anime, so you know the anime people gonna still be on the side, and you know she's still gonna have those people riding. Plus, she got the gangsters riding for her, wishing they was with her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got like, yeah, and well, <laughs> she still got a stability to and, a fan base. And you know? and the thing is, I, I don't get me wrong. Doja Cat still got her. She got oh, yeah. her uh, fan base that's like, mm-hmm. um, 
It's really behind her too. So I just, I just see Doja more. I think Doja might. Uh, Doja might lean a little towards pop. You I, think? I think she may take over. She might take over. I, I'm, I'm gonna make a strong validation that she gonna take over. She gonna take over the female pop side. I could see. I could see it. Hopefully, cause see a lot of the female pop sides. Kind of looking one-dimensional, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I mean um, it's kind of yeah. hard to see because other than Beyonce, who who really had their little time in the sun? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, well, Beyonce, yeah, yeah Beyonce's pop. Beyonce does a little hip hop too, but yeah, yeah she's but more like, pop. She's more pop. Yeah, I'll put her more in pop. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, <laughs> of course, okay. I'm not trying to put Doja Cat that's going to outdo Beyonce. I'm not saying no, no, that. No, 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 no. I, no, no, I don't want anybody out no, there. No, no, no. I don't want none of the, no. the beehives come out and be like, right, how dare right. you say <laughs> Doja Cat is going to be better than Beyonce? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> not, that. Not I'm just all. saying at the moment, you know, she's going to be the one that's most talked about coming up. The upcoming mm-hmm. uh, time, you know, for the next year or two or so, you know. And I think the same for Megan Stallion because she's coming back to back off that that one album you know oh, yeah. now this is the thing though can you do it after one album a lot of people do they come out that first album do it but then it's always that follow-up that's yep. the thing the follow-up is the you most come back difficult. with the follow-up then it's like okay mm-hmm. all right you legit and i feel like in that sense meg the stallion is gonna dominate over like Artists like Doja yeah. Cat, possibly. and a lot of what hurts unless a lot of Doja Cat, unless Doja Cat releases like a stream of singles nonstop throughout, which most pop artists do to stay relevant, they release singles over, you know, albums and then drop a big album with all their singles on there. But pop man, if you ever know, but with pop, if they come out with a good first album, their second one they still maintain it a lot. It's a, it seems a lot easier in the pop fan base than the hip hop fan base oh, they get more stricter absolutely like they critique well, you more harder like okay your first album you came alright that second one you better come out with something stronger and mm-hmm. you know that's how it be and then they come out with the second album and it still don't be bad but it, it's always compared to well man still ain't like the first one so right. it's like this whatever. is a part two yeah. to this song on yeah the you know because I, that's, that's yeah. what ends up happening if they don't get with the right producer or something like that because yeah. that's what got Kanye good you know I mean, mm-hmm. when he first came out, and then that second album, I mean, he came hit after hit after hit on the first... Uh, Couple on, albums. Yeah. Came on, through well, them. just on the first album by itself. And then the second one, it <laughs> still kept... Because Blue the first album, album, I mean, phew, it had to be like, what, like six? It's like six of them, back to back to back to back to back. And then mm-hmm. the second album came back still even harder. So, you can... I don't know, man. It, but then you, there's always those ones we hear, like I said, the second one don't be as good. It's almost like a, a football player or a basketball player or any sport player. They come out with all these stats the rookie year. But mm-hmm. how many times we hear about people do, they dominate their rookie year, but then the second year, they have the slump. Oh, it wasn't as good. But the ones that do it two years back to back, oh, you legit. Yep. Oh, we already know. Then The rest of your career, you good. We know. I mean, hey. It's hard for artists to do that, man. I'm trying to see that's why people are trying to find their niche, how to find their pocket. They need to go by the lines and outlines of the genre, you know? Because, like, Kitty Lamar got so much flack, believe it or not. But he still released back to back to back, yeah. you know, yeah. hard hitting, and I'd argue classics. Mm-hmm. You know, in my in a sense, because like a lot of the albums that he released were kind of leaning towards um, being unique to oneself, and at the same time taking the time to make that song sound right. Yeah, but, he's a, I mean, he's 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 a deep meaning um, rapper, especially. Same with J. Uh, Cole. He's got a lot. Yeah, I'm about to say J. Cole the same way. Mm-hmm. A lot of. Hitting stuff in the messages in the lyrics, man. You you really listen to it. It's deep. Uh, so it's like, you know, those kind of artists like that. I think it's just that some people just don't understand, man. It's just like, bro, y'all gotta really listen. But if you really into hip hop, if you really a lyricist, you and people that listen to music 
know music, they know, yeah. okay, Kendrick Lamar, okay, yeah, man, that dude, he's talking some real shit there. Mm-hmm. J. Cole, man, that dude, he's talking some real shit right there. All man. the time. You know? So, um, yeah, I think some some artists, uh, they get compared to certain other artists that's not as deep and it's unfair. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's unfair. And I think it, it really is. is, yeah. When you think about, like, and that's where I kind of feel like that whole Meg Thee Stallion, Doja Cat thing kind of says, because, like, I can see Meg Thee Stallion making something that hits really deep if she felt like it. But Doja Cat... She'll probably, you know, lean more towards the say so side. Man, wait till she see it from the back, back, man. <laughs> so she ain't gonna see that top spot from the back, back in hip hop. I'm telling you, I don't know why you saying she gonna be top. I'm tell you this, I hey, do not man, see Doja Cat being the top of a hip hop chart. We'll never know until before. The time comes. But wait, we'll this before Megan Stallion. Before Megan the Stallion, okay. Well, we'll see from unless we'll see it already happened. Did she hit on top of a hip-hop uh, chart? Technically, she did. Technically. No, oh, I know she made top of the top one of the billboard, of course. Well, no, so, no, 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 but if it's this... Because if this song is registered as hip-hop... Because 100 which, billboard, that's everybody. You know, that's pop, you know. Hip-hop. Yeah. Well, well, let's see. Hip-hop. We can go over to the is hip-hop she even, tab, Is she even in the hip-hop uh, joint? All right, bet. Probably is. She probably is. Well, Elena, considering that hip hop is basically being taken over by literally like everybody in the uh, <laughs> everybody in the YouTube scene is taking over hip hop, man. So it's kind of like hip hop's getting funnier. All now. you independent artists, let me tell you this: all the ones that are out there that are, we're talking hip hop pop here, all you R and B singers out there, you are not forgotten. I'm just telling you that now. We didn't forget about you. People oh, yeah. didn't forget about you. Those of y'all that sing, because unfortunately, and that's gonna be something we talk about in another segment. We're gonna talk about that another day. What about the R and B? The R and B, and it seems like the death and the rise mm-hmm. of R and B. You know, death. Yeah, it's rise, like it's, it's not forgotten, yeah. man. So the, those of y'all that's out there singing, keep singing, again. keep singing. That's all I'm gonna say. Keep but singing. that that brings me to another thing. Um, we had recently lost a legend. And an immortal genius in the form of Miss Betty Wright. Oh, um, yeah, man. Clean up woman. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She did pass away. Shout out to her. Yeah. So, so what, speaking of music, all right, so let's talk about, we close this out. What uh, music you got coming up? So the music I got coming up is basically... Wait, wait, wait. What special. music you got going on right now? Oh, well, music you already have right released now. that people huh? can go listen to right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, so I dropped this album back in January 28th. It is the Jaded Album. Go stream it anywhere you can find Spotify, YouTube, Make Google sure you Play spell Music. It jaded or Faded? <laughs> Make sure you spell it. Spell it right. Jaded. J-A-D-E-D. Jaded. Alright. By Truthbringer. You can look up the song anywhere. You can find it anywhere. Amazon. It's on... Uh, Google Play Music <laughs> it's on YouTube Spotify how long it'll be on that right exactly until it falls off somewhere but uh, it'll still be on YouTube so you guys can go to YouTube Music and see on stream <laughs> and what about what you got with you got some new music you're working on oh but of course got a little something special working in the studio with you know a certain special somebody you can go and oh, start wow. something up man it's, it's good stuff going a lot yeah. of good stuff going yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Expect something coming out at least by the fall. By the fall? Okay, yeah. okay. Bring out the heat, man. A lot of people make one album a year. I used to make that one album a year. Now I'm in my bag. I'm in my pocket where I can drop like three if I felt like it. All but, right, so uh, whoa, 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 wait. So so you mean you're going to drop that Smooth Criminal remix as well? Well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> you might have to wait till I'm like, I don't know, dead after 15 years to find that. I'm telling you, if I find that thing, you're still alive. I'm telling you, there's a good chance it might get released. It might get leaked. It ain't going to get released. It's going to get leaked. <laughs> That's the I don't even remember the lyrics to that Smooth Criminal remix. That's the worst part. I'm I'll just, remind you when I find it. Hey, if you find it. If it, I find hey. it. Man, they used to call me uh, the uh, IRS, man. I'll IRS? Find you. You? I'll find you. 
That's what I do. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they always say. We'll find you. That's what we do. Hey, Man, you get out of here. <laughs> I mean, look, I personally never had the IRS tell me that I'm been fine, but I mean, I've they could probably it. find it. They could probably find it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah, know definitely. where. I Somebody. never uploaded it nowhere, but uh, they could probably find it if they had the if they had the efforts. All I right. can't find it, so I know so, good and well ain't nobody. <laughs> that is it for us today on this All segment. Right. We will be posting up weekly. So we put it like this: if for any of those out there who want have anything that they want us to talk about, anything additional they want us to talk about, or have any questions that they want us to talk about, answer on that on here, just uh, inboxes on the Premax Records Facebook page, yep. or you can put it in the comment section. Comment section, man. We so, read them all. We read them all. It's there. So tune in out. I am TB Truthbringer. And I am J Steve. And